Hey team, welcome to the Professionally Offensive Podcast. I'm your host, Joseph Cabrera. This is the spot where we provide raw, unfiltered insights from some amazing guests. Stand by, you're about to be offended in all the right ways. All right team, welcome back to the podcast. We're talking today the power of rehearsals. What is a rehearsal? Well, some of you might be thinking, you know, imagining a Broadway show and the whole crew getting together and doing some kind of rehearsal before the show. That is a rehearsal, but that's not exactly what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is a problem or a situation that occurs often in the workplace, often in organizations on our teams, and oftentimes we just kind of glaze over it and do it over and over again. And I'll explain the problem for you. It's we walk into game day every day and we show up ill-prepared. And what I mean by that is that it manifests itself in situations where we do a new product launch and it didn't go well because it had a bunch of things that went wrong or timing was off or we were late on something or we missed a piece of code or we missed something just very simple, like we forgot to tell the client that they needed to be there right at the right time. Or there's a board meeting or some investor call and it seemed like everybody on our company side was working for a different company because none of us were t- speaking the same language or aligned on the goals or objectives or the end state we were trying to achieve. Or you've probably seen situations where your nerves are just going through the roof and you are getting up in front of an audience and you're trying to add value in their lives and what they're trying to do, but you recognize that you're winging it. And so this isn't going very well. I'm sure this sounds very familiar and there's a ton more examples. The beauty and the awesomeness of a rehearsal is it allows you to accomplish a few things. One, allows you to see success prior to the event. Allows you to uncover potential friction points, confirm that everybody around has got a shared understanding of what's going on, and then finally instill confidence before the big game day. This is something that I learned in the service and took for granted for uh, for a long time until I realized as I stepped into the private sector and started running teams that when I said, all right, well, when are we going to do our you know, rehearsal before we kick off. And I used to get looks like, what are you talking about? We just talked about it, went through a slide deck. I think we're good to go. We'll show up tomorrow and put our uniforms on and get to playing. And what I realized is how foreign that was to me because in the service, one of our superpowers, there's a lot of things that makes the U.S. military really great. But one of the things that is our superpower is not something we talk about often and is the power of what we invest in and how we prioritize rehearsing. Before any major operation, before any mission before any small mission even at that what we'll do is come up with a plan and then we will rehearse that plan as many times as you possibly can and now we might not always be able to simulate what it's like moving over mountains and coming in for uh, a high-speed helicopter landing to get folks off and you know do an air assault that way or an airborne operation what that's going to feel like and that's okay and we might not even be able to simulate at that point in time Uh, bad guy shooting at you. But what you can do is walk your team verbally and physically through what those steps might look like. And so in the military, one of just to give you an example of what that looks like, to help you visualize what that rehearsal looks like, all the players that are going to be on this mission shows up to a room, right? We've already read the plan. And what we're doing now is we'll typically draw what we call a terrain board on the ground. And we'll, you know, we'll do the best we can to simulate you know, where the mountains are going to be, where the objective is, where we're taking off from, the equipment we're going to be bringing. And we'll try to organize the people that are on that team in the relative areas and kind of generally group them in the right ways in which they're going to operate. 
And then what we do is we talk out the entire thing. What's the situation? What do we think the weather is going to be like? What do we think we're going to encounter as soon as we land? What are the potential uh, things we hadn't thought about? And what you also are doing is having the individual people carrying out the specific parts of the mission talk their part. This is to confirm also that they've understood what it is that they need to do. And if not, we all can catch that either they know or they don't know. And then we can rectify that situation. What we've often found, too, is you're doing these walkthrough rehearsals before you actually do the mission. Two other things happen. One, you uncover things you hadn't thought about yet. Oh, you know what? I don't actually know what happens here. Do you know what happens here? No, we hadn't planned for that. That's a good point. Yeah, what are we going to do? We're going to be out here three days and we didn't even think about water resupply. Right? We're going to be going up and down these mountains, we're definitely going to be out of water by, you know, a day and a half into it. What are we going to do? Can we get a resupply mission scheduled? And even the best folks can miss some obvious things, which is why this is important. The second thing is it allows us to ensure that everybody around is now confident in what it is that we're moving forward with. Because now when it is time to go do what we need to go do, we all should feel very confident and certain that not only in theory we have each other's back, but I saw a visualization, visualization exercise where I actually saw folks have my back and know that they understand what's going on. We can also talk contingencies, what happens when something fails, what happens when something catastrophic happens. Well, this is, should be no different than what you do in the private sector. It doesn't have to be as involved as those situations or as those terrain walks or as those walkthroughs and rehearsals that we did in the service, but you should invest in time doing it. And what that might look like, for example, is a board meeting. Let's take something as simple as a board meeting. What you should do is not wait to get all the slides and info put into this thing, and it's likely coming from 17 different parties. You got one or two people probably collating everything, and then that's it. And then you're going to show up to the day of the meeting, and everybody's going to brief their part. In theory, that sounds great, but what inevitably happens is the chairman or director or some investor is going to ask a question that's tied to two or three sections. And y'all didn't anticipate what the answer needed to be. And then you're doing this weird dance, like, are you going to answer or am I going to answer? And then you decide someone's going to answer it, and they answer it without all the information or your context. And now you're sitting here not aligned. And even worse, you may not, if you do decide to correct that situation in front of your investors, well, now you look sloppy. What often happens is you decide to say nothing until after the meeting, and now you maybe didn't tell the full picture or tell the full truth of what's going on. So that's no bueno. So what you want to be able to do is be able to sit there and just even take 30 minutes to an hour to run through all of it quickly, right? You don't have to necessarily go through everything and exactly how you're going to say it, but you might kick off and say, you know, your chief operating officer might get up and say, generally during these sections, what I'm going to highlight is this, right? And what I want to achieve at the end of this is this. And here's where I think a major question is going to come up, and this is how I'm going to answer it. Are we aligned? When you do those things, it allows everybody to have this shared information and allows you to walk into this meeting not feeling like you're going to get got, right? You're going to be confident. You're going to be a cohesive team. And sure, there's going to be things that come up that still aren't perfect, but at least you're going to be much more aligned than you would have been just winging it and stepping into this. This goes, this example or this process of rehearsals works well with product launches, works well with new branding, works, works extremely well with the town hall. Right, we all know that the CEO going up and doing a town hall, he or she's going to be sitting up there doing the best they can to articulate the message and know there's going to be zingers from the crowd. And that's okay. Did you spend time rehearsing what those questions might be and how it is as an organization you want to answer those questions? 
those are super important because not only are you instilling confidence on the team delivering this message, but you're also instilling confidence, alignment, and faith in the people receiving this information. So rehearsals are extremely important, not only just for visualization prospects and understanding what success looks like, but it also ensures that people are really bought into what's going on. Oftentimes, as leadership teams, we can take for granted that if we've sent an email, put it in a slide deck, or delivered the information even verbally one, one time off somewhere, that there's buy-in. You get real buy-in when you get your team to fully interact with the process, right? All the good, bad, and the ugly of it. Because now it becomes owned. A natural thing that happens with humans is as they're moving through a process and contributing to that process, they now naturally are taking ownership of what's going on, which now allows them to help seek out solutions when the bad thing does happen or when the friction does occur. Now you've created true ownership. So ownership with rehearsals is an extremely favorable byproduct of a rehearsal. And it's something that we take for granted as leaders and one of the things that we can really do a better job of as we move forward. So rehearsals, look at them. Again, they ensure success because they're helping your team visualize that ahead of time. You're going to uncover potential friction points and obstacles along the way. You're going to confirm that everybody knows what the heck's going on. We're all speaking the same language and talking about the same things. And finally, you're going to instill confidence. Folks the next day when they're actually about to go do the thing are going to walk in with swagger and not with fears. They're going to be sitting there knowing that I anticipated this thing that was going to go wrong, and I know exactly what to do. So next product launch you got, next board meeting, spend even just a few minutes rehearsing. Just give it a few minutes try. See how much better that engagement was when you do it for real, and I guarantee you'll build it as part of your main standard operating procedure for what you do. That's all I got. I'll see you on the high ground. Well, thank you all for listening. This is the Professionally Offensive Podcast. You can catch us on all platforms. JC out.